Hi, this is Chuck at Lazarus Recovery Podcast at the junction of faith and recovery. Episode 33. It's a little bit of a talk about how when they do the uh, Life in the Spirit seminar that they, they do a series of renunciations. It's sort of an outline of the things that hinder the Spirit. Get prayed and, and receive the Spirit. This is also a, a set of uh, interesting things to tell you about what hinders the Spirit, sort of what this podcast is going to be about. If you go into Life and Spirit seminars, they did a renunciation meeting. Basically, it was a whole whole meeting that they talked about certain things that you'd had to renounce, which would indicate that they're a hindrance to the Spirit. A lot of it was predictable. A lot of it was very predictable. Renounce witchcraft, which was biblical. People that did that and took them outside the city and killed them. Basically, it was witchcraft was frowned upon, which you say, well, what is witchcraft? Well, witchcraft is basically hijacking the spiritual channel. Believe it or not, it's something you can do. You'd think you couldn't do it. You can't counterfeit God's channel, but you can certainly hijack it so that somebody receives something else. It's like uh, one country broadcast their sort of not voice of America. So that's a, that's a thing. You'd think that that's not a thing, but it is a thing. You know, there are, you can hijack the God channel and do other stuff. So basically the Bible's saying, if you got people in there that are doing that stuff, then you need to get rid of them. So basically when you're praying for Holy Spirit, You have to renounce the uh, practices that would say that they have a right to hijack God's channel and broadcast on it. And that's basically what witchcraft is, is basically hijacking the the spiritual channels to do other stuff. And that's uh, not good. It's not good at all. So basically the stuff that they ask you to pray or denunciation on is... Witchcraft, you know, sorcery, basic, you know, all the occult type stuff, because it basically hijacks and imitates in God's move. They, they do stuff that isn't sort of subsidized. It's like, uh, say, well, what, what's the harm? Well, God thinks it's a harm because basically what it's doing is it's, it's a little bit like the, uh, the snake in the garden. God said one thing and then the snake came and said another. Well, that's what that is. It's you say, well, what's what's the harm in that? What's the harm in that? You know, you get a get a choice. The harm is is that that channel just doesn't tell the truth at all. God has the control over everything. Get a channel in there that's basically lying, and if you believe the lie, you go off, and you say, well, what harm is that? Well, the problem is if you go off and do that stuff. There's a consequence. There has to be. Um, And God says there's a consequence. You know, um, I'm warning you, don't go there. Don't do this. Do not hijack the spiritual channels for the devil's purposes. And if you do, then, you know, that's rebellion to me. You're basically, you're, you're my enemy if you hijack my channels and you lead my people astray. And basically, what did Jesus say? 
If you lead one of my childrens away from me, you know, it would be better that you be tied to an anchor thrown in the sea, which is basically saying, don't do this because it's going to end up very badly for you. That's what witchcraft is. It's basically hijacking a channel, leading people astray, and making them estranged from God. So basically, if you're praying for the Spirit, you basically have to renounce your your interest or your willingness to listen or practice that stuff. You're, you're basically saying, I don't want to talk. I don't want to find ways to talk and mask God's voice and for some other purpose. Um, I don't want to do tricks, supernatural tricks uh, with phony fire. You know, I don't want to fake people out about that. That's what witchcraft is. Yeah, that's, that's basically what, it's basically, you know, broadcasting. It's, it's, just, it's just basically you're, you're broadcasting uh, on receptive channels that people have, but you're pretending it's God. That's not the way God operates. He's truthful, but that doesn't mean the devil doesn't, I mean, the devil basically doesn't tell the truth. He tells a lie. You know, because the truth is defined defined by what God says because he backs it up. The devil doesn't care about truth. He'll say anything, anything that will get him where he wants to go. And where he wants to go is have you and own you, sort of have eternity to feast on you. Uh, So this is all, this is about, all about for the devil going to the grocery store and picking up food for that long, eternal, cold winter he's facing. So, you know, that's what the witchcraft is, and that's why the life in the Spirit wants you to renounce that, because it's just not a good thing. When you say, well, what? that doesn't make any sense, you know. It's like, can't God peek in the, in the marketplace of ideas? Well, he can, and he does, except for the fact that weak people listening they don't have the discernment, and so they go off and listen to a bunch of stuff. One of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is discernment, so that you can start to pick that up. You know, trust me, been there, done that. You know, it's if you're spiritually hungry, you'll you'll listen to any that comes off like uh, Angel of Light. You're gonna you're gonna take it and eat everything it gives, especially if it can do signs and wonders. That's why there is such a prohibition against that stuff because it is not true basically if god says it it's true the devil says it is a lie by definition so you can't you just cannot have a practice of li- listening to false channels while you're trying to listen to god's channel it just gets messed up that's the thing now let's go over some of the stuff you know, which is going to be very controversial. This is very controversial stuff because people, he says, okay, I, I get it. I don't want to be, I'm not going to go to a sorcerer and practice divination and stuff like, okay, I get that. I'm a Christian. I'm not going to do that. But who's to say that the devil is, is doesn't, isn't multi-talented. I mean, he came as a snake. He came as an angel of light. Why can't he come to something that we like? So he's going to dish up his stuff 
in attractive packages. And here's where I'm going to get in a lot of trouble. Here's where I'm going to get in a lot of trouble. You know, the, the, this is where it gets really difficult because I am stepping on toes, major toes in the church. For instance, going for a baptism of the Holy Spirit and they ask you to renounce Harry Potter. They, the churches won't have the guts to do that, but they really need to because you say, well, Harry Potter is so nice. That's the point. The snake in the garden didn't sound like a complete beast. He was reasonable. He was open-minded. He was everything. Surely God doesn't mean that. Surely God did mean that. But that's the channel that is going to be broadcasting in Harry Potter because you watch that. I mean, they teach witchcraft. You say, oh, it's not, it's just, it's a story. Trust me, trust me. I had a very close relationship with somebody who I didn't realize was very equipped in the occult practices, very equipped. I learned a lot of stuff I never wanted to know. She taught me, explained stuff. And when I listened to Harry Potter afterwards, I said, holy cow, this is teaching the same thing she explained to me earlier. This is the how it works. This is what they do. They learn how to broadcast on the non-God channel. And so basically what they're saying in a Life and Spirit seminar is you have to renounce your association or practice or using this stuff. And trust me, Harry Potter is all about advertising and glamorizing witchcraft. You say, oh no, it can't be. It's so, it's so sweet, it's so nice. It's, I hate to bring this up to you, but the devil is, is, is masquerading as a spirit of light. Of course it's gonna be nice. It's almost cloyingly nice, but it's dangerous. You know, you get into that and you're going to have, you basically have a channel of, of entrance that you're, you're able to listen to the, the wrong channel. And it sounds good and it sounds like God, and it's not. So in order, getting the Holy Spirit, you need to renounce that stuff so that God can show you how to, how to hear his spirit. So witchcraft. Well, the problem is, is that, you know, it's not just that. Things that are now accepted as very acceptable, but were, if you if you go back to things and you say, okay, this is this is so and so who's very very popular in the church, very popular. You know, he's he comes from a mystic background. He teaches that you know, you know this this is from friars back. 2,000 years ago, they, they found meditative practices. You've got friars coming in and talking all about this. But he's Christian. He's nice. He's wonderful. He's sweet. You know, and he says spiritual things that are a better buy than uh, standard sin, redemption, salvation stuff. It's, it's much more accessible, and it works. It absolutely works. I use these practices and it absolutely works. 
my spiritual life is renovated, you know, and my life is improved and everything like that. Well, that's all well and good, but again, angel of light. So I wonderful talks wonderful when it lies like a rug. So, you know, you got to be careful about this uh, mystic stuff, you know, and, and basically... If you're gonna look for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you gotta you gotta swallow hard and, and renounce that stuff, the mystic stuff. And basically, what you do is you go, and if you're you're interested in something, you go and you you do research. Well, where did this come from? What do they what do they talk about? What what's what's the, what's the thing about this? And you know, you're gonna go, and you're gonna look. And if you go on online and you if you got a particular person that um, you're intrigued with, that even people in the church say, this is really cool, this is nice, you know, go online, go to YouTube, look up this, look up this particular, you know, friar or somebody like that who's, who's really heavily into the church. You know, you know people in the church that are like fans of this guy. You know stuff and practices that this guy is promoting and, and they're in the church. I mean, people are, and they work. They absolutely work. People gush over it. Oh, it's so, it was so informative. It was so wonderful. It was so, how wonderful it was. It works. Generally, it says, it really works. It really, really, really works. Well, you know, if you're, if you're going to go to a new restaurant, eat their food, it would be a good idea to go in back of the restaurant and see whether they're digging their food out of a trash barrel. And that's what a lot of this stuff is. It's just a trash barrel. I mean, it smells good. It tastes good. It works, but it's a trash barrel. So you go and you look at the, you dig into the past of this stuff. Oh, it's, it's, you know, where you go looking and what you find a lot of times is you find a mystic back there. And then you dig a little deeper, and then you find out that, oh, yeah, he got his in, inspiration from spirit guides. Usually you dig around, you, if you find the spirit guide thing, then you know you're in trouble because that's not, you know, they say, oh, it's the archangel, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. No, it's a, it, it's, it's, it's just a counterfeit. And if you look closer and you trace its lineage and its, its fruit, it's, it's going to gradually divert from good theological stuff. That's what it is. And that's why the life and the spirit would ask you to renounce that stuff. And you say, oh, I'm not going to renounce it because it's good. Okay, you don't, have to, you don't have to get the baptism of the Holy Spirit then. Or you can try and you're not going to get it because the Lord is not going to go into competition with stuff that he tells you is no good. If your your kid is running off into the street, discipline him and say no, and he continues to run off into the street, you got to do something about that. But it's it's that's what happens. You know, basically, the Life in the Spirit seminar is saying, we're trying to give you a relationship with the Holy Spirit who is going to tell you the truth all the time. You know, but if you're if, if, if you're wandering around in the in the in the back alleys trying to get a little extra 
juice, then there's nothing we can do about that. You're going to have to just live with the consequences. But that's what the church is. That's where the church is right now. It is so undiscerning that it it will chase after all sorts of things. It's a little bit like the is the, the, the country of Israel back in the day. You know, they had their regular practices. They had the whole thing. But places around about were doing some other stuff that seemed fun. I mean, they had spiritual practices where, well, Sailor Town in Olongapo did not have anything, uh, any competition with what some of these spiritual practices carried on. You know, you could get anything you wanted in these spiritual. So everybody loved it. This is if this is religion, I want more of it. Well, that's not good, you know, because whether you like it or not, the lizard says, "Would God really?" You know, generally speaking, the answer is, "Yeah, you really would," and the devil's only lying. So I'd say that. You know, the Life and the Spirit Seminar had it right. They had you renouncing things that were connected with the occult. You know, and they had all sorts of stuff. And today there's a longer list. And, you know, if you want the Holy Spirit, you got to renounce the other stuff. You, you can't mix that stuff together. You know, trust me. You know, you're eventually you're going to have to, you're going to have to renounce and, and, and plead for mercy. And, and you want the Holy Spirit. You want the Holy Spirit. And so that's the thing that you have to do is if you're a church and you want the Holy Spirit, you have to route around and gulp and take a stand about stuff that is snuck into the church. You got to do it. If you want the Holy Spirit to come in power, you got to take a stand against this stuff. It's not pretty. It's not nice. It certainly is not. It's going to make people upset. You're going to lose people. But the thing is, if you if you stick with the Holy Spirit, if you stick with his priorities, then the Spirit is going to move. And if you haven't experienced that move of the Spirit, then you're, you have never experienced anything. Because the Spirit is the most wonderful, elegant, it, it's just an incomparable experience to move in the Spirit. You know, it's it's coupled with opposition, like mountains of opposition. I mean, that that's just the way it is. If you're moving in the Spirit and God's moving in the Spirit, you know, it's going to be powerful, wonderful, and brutal combat all at the same time. That's just the way it works. When at first people carried the message, an overwhelming percentage of them didn't live to old age because they were martyred because they were bringing you know the holy spirit and the truth into the into the the world but they martyred they were martyred and jesus had already told them a lot of you are are not going to reach old age you're going to you're going to be martyred before that and that's just simply the price that's the price that's why the Holy Spirit is so valuable. It's miraculous. It's wonderful. It is combat. You know, if you, you, you just 
don't understand what combat is until you're you really get a move of the spirit because it's wonderful it's powerful it's energizing it's 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 everything that god is and it is absolutely warfare you know it is it is it is a, you're you're sort of dealing with something that's trying to find your weaknesses because it, it's devastating to the devil it's devastating it's, the holy spirit is devastating and it you just don't know how powerful the spirit is but it it requires humility it requires holiness it requires dedication and a lot of us as christians we want that we want the bennies but we don't want this we don't want the discipline so when i say that getting the spirit to move in a church requires a disciplined approach to holiness then a lot of times churches don't want to do that because they figure they fill their pews with people who want the bennies without the other stuff and christianity without a cross is is nothing at all you're better off with harry potter and if you're selling harry potter with a with a cross then you're you're selling something that's an oxymoron you know so that's my take on this you know the the most popular stuff is harry potter go online there's a lady named Lisa Childers. She's an apologist. There's a, there's a there's another no, number of people, American Gospel. They talk about that stuff, and they're not even Pentecostal. They're basically sort of Catholic, um, but they're they're very 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 sort of good about that. I mean, they'd never dream of talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, maybe, but it's the same thing. It's the danger of this other stuff this other phony fire so you know this is probably the most controversial thing i've ever done we'll see what happens but you know i want you to know that the, the baptism of the holy spirit is is the most amazing thing and the most dangerous thing and the most liberating thing and the most terrifying thing and the most wonderful thing you know it is it is what made the church that's say the birth of the church was the outpouring of the holy spirit the baptism of the holy spirit is the baptism of the birth of the church can you explain it no is is it scary yeah is it is it are you going to get ridiculed for it in some places of course are you going to make mistakes? Of course. Do you have to be discerning? Yes. Do you have to know your Bible? Absolutely. Absolutely. You cannot play in the spirit unless you know your Bible because you're playing with the you're playing with a whole bunch of channels. And you got to know your Bible so you can understand who's talking to you. Because you get talk that sounds reasonable, but it sort of clangs with the Bible. So you got to be a Bible person. Don't even don't even think about the baptism unless you know your Bible because you you got to read it, you got to know it because you know that's what you're playing with. You're 
praying with the Spirit of God. And the Bible is the, is the, is the source of the Spirit. It operates in the Spirit. So you got to know the Bible. you got to know the Bible. If you're in recovery and you don't understand any of this stuff, then find some place that teaches the Bible or read the Bible yourself and pray and ask. You know, listen to good Bible teachers. I'll have a, I think I'm going to probably do, you know, since I'm doing this, I'll do a, do a podcast on some, some of the key things you need to listen to or the key things that you don't want to hear that you got to listen to. It's like, again, you know, I'm going to get in trouble. I mean, trouble is, trouble is what I do, I guess. If you're reading the Bible and you're going and listening to the preacher and he doesn't talk about some stuff, you know, you're, you're, you're listening to a car whose tires are flat. You know, if he, if he won't talk about certain things, he's driving on flat tires. Uh, he's just not, he's not doing the thing the right way. Let um, me say, well, that's just prejudice. No, it's just experience. I mean, the spirit, I know the spirit, I've been in the spirit, I know the spirit. And I, you can go to a church and if they're not preaching certain things, the spirit's just not going to be there. You might have phony fire, but you're not going to be there. They might up, jump up and down, but it, it's not the spirit because they're just not preaching Bible. Anyway, I've gotten in so much trouble, so much trouble with this. So this is Chuck at Last Discovery Podcast, and I'm glad I'm back. I had trouble with the technology, not a surprise. And um, hopefully we'll, this will go out. We'll continue on. I don't even have a title for this. I'll Life in the Spirit 3, I think, or something like that. So anyway, this is Chuck at Lazarus Recovery Podcast, a junction of faith and recovery. And don't drink and go to a meeting and ask for help. And Jesus lives. Bye-bye.